What's good, y'all? What's happening? This is Just King, and this week we're going to be talking about resting in Christ. I've been feeling as though this is a season of waiting, of letting God be God. But before we get into the message, we're going to pray and then begin. Thank you, Father, for this day and everything that you've blessed me with. I know that I say that a lot, but I am truly grateful for every day that you put me within, for the people around me and comforting others as well as being comforted by the people that you bless me as I am a blessing to others. I ask that you guide my words always. Let me speak the truth that you need me to say for others. Let this be brought up within your words, within the righteousness of your heart, and lead me with your Holy Spirit within every word that I say. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So today we're going to be talking about resting in Christ. At first, I want to talk about what it means to rest or to wait within the Lord. As it says within Isaiah 40, verse 31, But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up on wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. To rest in Christ means to wait on the Lord, to be strengthened in this time of peace, of this time of letting go and letting God be God. It means to give God all of your worries, to trust him in everything that he does for you and everything that he does for himself, really. And of course, it's not in a prideful manner because he loves each and every single one of us. He does it for himself because he knows that if he lets these things come to you in a human type of way, then you won't be able to see the God, your Father, your Lord and Savior, within what is about to be given, what is about to happen to you, what circumstances are about to come your way. I remember one time I was in my prayer closet and I was talking to God and I was just feeling like he wasn't there or he was waiting on something. He was letting things happen. He's feelings come through and I felt the blessing around the corner and he made me spiritually sensitive to it and I felt it I'm like wow you really you really want the glory from this you really are waiting for the perfect time the perfect moment for this to come to me so that I can recognize you and only you and so that others that witness this blessing that's given unto me from you and can receive it and know that it was only you at the end of the day. But the main question of it is, what do we do while we're resting? While we are waiting and giving God every worry, every problem, every situation, what can we do within our circumstances? Well, there are many things that we can do. As the first one that comes to mind is preparing, really. Preparing for what he has told us that is coming to us. What exactly is God telling you in this season? What is he telling me? What is he telling all of us? The first piece of that, we have to recognize his voice, read his word, be a true child of God in this relationship with Christ. I don't know what everybody's going through. Sometimes I don't even know what I'm going through, but I thank God for a, a peace. Because at times there will be a sense of quiet before the storm. Like something's not right or a feeling as if we're misplaced, or a feeling that's new, a feeling that is distant, the presence of God being upon us, but we know not of what 
exactly he's trying to do within us being forged for something in preparing we must recognize it and be discerning within action it's funny how this connects to a scripture i'm supposed to be focused on or led to as it says within proverbs 2 verses 1 through 5 i may not read all of it but it says my son if you receive my words and treasure my commands within you so that you incline your ear to wisdom and apply your heart to understanding. Yes, if you cry out for discernment and lift up your voice for understanding. I'm going to stop there and that's verse three. What it means here is in order to have discernment, which discernment is understanding of a situation or a piece of our life, but the main thing of it is understanding. We must gain the knowledge, we must gain the wisdom from the commandments of God. And what are the commandments of God? What are the things that the Lord communicates to us within a daily basis? The answer is the Bible. So the first thing for us to prepare is to read the Bible daily, is to not even just read, because some of us don't like reading. Some of us like listening to the word. So we may go to a sermon, listen to waiting, letting them guide us in what certain scriptures mean. Just receiving the word within multiple ways, but making sure we are within the Bible so that we may understand and stay close to Christ, stay close to God, and attain a better level of discernments so that we may be able to feel within our spirit or be guided within our daily actions to know how to prepare. Now, when I say this, I mean that the things that we do and in preparing, they are individual. Not everybody's going to prepare a certain way or a specific way. Someone may be told that they're going to move soon. Someone may be told that they're going to get lifted to a higher position, a higher level. They may be renewed within Christ on a new spiritual level. Thank you, Jesus. As we know that there are so many things that people can be going through in life, preparing whether you're told or not, the main piece for us to know that it's for us is to connect to the spirit and connect to the Lord's word. And that way we can discern what is for us, what God wants us to do. And that is truly how we are able to prepare within this season. It's interesting because preparing doesn't always have to be something new. When I say that, I mean the task that we are currently doing now, that God has tasked us to do in the past, we don't have to stop doing that. He may have told us to be guided to a certain place before he gives us the blessing. An example is Abraham is when he told him to go to a place before he blessed him with his son. There are many things that we have to do, have to be before we're able to go to our promised land, or our promised gift or blessing. While we're resting in God, while we are waiting for him to move, to have the blessing or the spiritual movement placed in the physical, we have to make sure that we're still focusing on what we have been tasked to do within the past season. In order of attaining a new thing, we must be masters, or should I say proficient within the old as well. But in doing this, we have to recognize that staying in God, staying in the Lord is the main thing, the main priority in this. The reason for this is because, and I heard this within a sermon I was watching early and I thought it was a really good word, in the waiting season, in the resting season, when we give everything to God and we rest, 
We let all of the work that we have been done, that we've sown, we let it flourish and be nourished by our actions as I think of God as a catalyst within this time. As we do things, we put in work and he's the one that makes it work. He's the one that goes and just lets it happen. He's the one that turns a flower into a flower. He's the one that turns a seed into a tree. He's the one that turns our seeds into a very powerful warrior, something that no man can explain. There was a study, I believe, that they still don't understand the contemplation or the concept of a seed turning into a flower or how it attains the nutrients on a molecular level. There is something about it that is inexplainable. And the thing that's inexplainable is God. And within each of our seasons, while we stay close to him, we must be like a tree, having our roots engraved near the living water that is Christ. The piece that I heard from the servant earlier was that within the waiting season, when you recognize that you're in a time like this, it is a marker of a turning point within your life. There are times when in a resting season, God is preparing us within ways that we have to discern through staying in his word, staying close to him, staying within the things that he has told us to be within last time, unless he has moved us. And within those, we have to recognize what he's placing in front of us to change. Another piece of this word that I received was that God presents to us what we may need to fix within ourselves, what he's fixing within us, planting it within us, planting it in front of us. The example that was used in this was Judas. I don't remember the sermon, but I believe it was waiting on God, something along those lines. It was a woman that was speaking on it and she gave a beautiful text. The main piece of it was that God puts us in situations that we have to give to him, that we struggle with, of course. Judas was made the, made the person that was to hold the money. Peter was an aggressor, was an aggressive ride or die for Jesus. <laughs> and he was placed in a situation that he would show these aggressive tendencies. Both of these people have in common is that they were placed in places, within places, that they struggle with. The difference is that one presented it before Jesus because he was a ride or die for Jesus, but he was very aggressive within action. When we are supposed to be still within controversy, we are supposed to be the peace within certain situations, within certain places. As I believe Texas, I'm paraphrasing, of course, speak peace upon an area. And if there is no peace, then you must become the peace within that area. So within our lives, we must speak peace within the areas that we are within. We must be renewed within the areas that we are within. And if the places are not renewing us, if we are not be, being renewed within those places, then maybe we need to help the other, the other people around us. The overall concept of that is interesting because it makes me wonder what has God been presenting to me within these last days? Like I was watching a video on TikTok, I believe, which I haven't been on there for a minute, but I watched it and it said, pay attention. And I saw that somewhere else, just a text on a Christian site. You know, they have texts on YouTube to where it's a nice little post where people can place pictures and text, all that. It said, pay attention. In other words, discern what is around you. And paying attention, I noticed that people are asking me, what am I doing in my life? And 
what's going on in your life. And in reality, some things are there just so that God can see how you move in this season before the blessing comes. What are you speaking over yourself? With people asking me, what am I doing in my life? What's happening? I feel like I'm moving soon. I feel like I'm not going to be here long. Or should I say in this room long? Because I honestly do not know truly what God wants for me. It's a season of silence for me, a season of peace. And as I'm paying attention to that each day, I feel as though the enemy tries to stop the things that are coming in, the positive feelings of joy. And that was one thing actually that was within the video on TikTok. Pay attention to what the enemy is trying to stop you from feeling. When do you feel the most down? When do you feel the most up? When do you feel the things that make you come down, approach you, fill you with despair? with depression, with anguish, anguish, that's funny. There are many things that happen in our lives that we do not understand fully. And if we pay attention, we'll understand why exactly they're happening. Like I understood, and it's kind of funny, not really though, when it happens, but I can laugh at it now because I'm learning to grow out of it and adapting to my spiritual situations. Whenever I would have a wonderful day, I would be extremely joyful within God. I would be realizing of how much his presence is around me and he's always around us of course but in great communication and connection within him and seeing his expressions or feeling his expressions with me talking to him joking with him the very next day or later in the day the enemy would shut me down make me have thoughts or place thoughts within my mind the enemy cannot make us have any thoughts they simply try to intrude thoughts upon you it's your choice whether you accept them or not I realized that whenever I was my most happiest, the enemy came immediately right after. The question is, what was I happy about? What was I trying to do? I've been trying to grow myself within the spirit, grow myself within actions and motives and building myself as a person. I become most stagnant when I'm concentrated. The enemy is trying to make me drift away from concentrating on my purpose, on my mission, on my ministry. And the enemy cannot stop me, nor can he stop you. And that may be something that God is trying to show you within this season, to rest. Let God handle his business, because you are his business. Let him purify your spirit in this season, but you must first present it to him. With that being said, pay attention. Rest in the spirit by giving him what's on your heart. If you feel as though there are so many things that are approaching you, that are entering your mind, examine yourself. Ask you, is this you? Ask yourself, why am I feeling this way? I caught myself yesterday doing that at work. I was having a good day. It was cool. It was calm. I was serving customers. And then I realized I was getting agitated because more customers were coming in. And then I was wondering, why am I getting agitated? I was having a good day. I don't feel anything towards these customers. We're not relatively busy. So what is this? As soon as I was thinking that, mind you, while I'm thinking this, I'm talking to God. So I'm looking to him asking, why am I feeling this? I just realized my day is going well. This isn't me. This isn't even you. So who is this? Immediately you left. I was feeling fine for the rest of the day. Of course, there was a feeling of trying to have they, the adversary, was trying to have intrusive thoughts or a spiritual presence around me. A type of heaviness was trying to come against me, but it wasn't working because I recognized it. That's why I say that it's interesting. Because the more that you understand and the more that is perceived around you, the more that you can push back against the adversary within a season, the more you can recognize what 
God is trying to purify you of. He may be trying to purify me of negative feelings in a time of harvest so that when the harvest comes, I don't sit in despair and gloom. And instead, I can look in glory and look to God. Hmm. But I thank you, God, for so many things in my life. The one thing that I appreciate the most is my voice. I like to touch others with my voice, with what I say in a caring manner. But there are many things that I want to improve. One is confidence, love, humility, balancing all of those. Because you can have humility, but you might not have confidence within who you are as a person. You can have confidence, but you may not move within a humble servitude towards one another. You can move in love, but there are many pieces of love. Love covers all things. And in this season, that is a piece that I am truly giving to God as I thank him for this peace that he's placed me in. Thank you, Jesus. Hmm. The only way you'll know if you're okay, if you're actually resting in Christ, is if you feel peace. There may be things trying to come against you. There may be things trying to push you forward. That's where paying attention comes in. So with that being said, what are you going to give to God in this season, in this time of resting and waiting how will you use your gifts that God has given you to give back to him? Because that's all this really is. God has made us in a way so that we may give back to him because he's the one that's given to us in the first place for us to move in our own way, for us to move in a selfish way. We may fall into a place, into a mindset that we may lose ourselves. And if we lose God, then we don't have anything else. So what are you giving to God? What is it that you're going to let go? And once you do, watch him move. God bless.